Welcome to the podcast after the podcast. This is Short Rest. Welcome to Short Rest, everybody. Ah. (laughs) Unbutton that top button. Omnidirect messenger. Nope, sorry. Just regular old Brian Murphy. But I am here with uh, champion of the trolls, hard one chorefoot. (laughs) Actually, uh, no, Jake Hurwitz is here. Thankfully, I don't have any fairy blood on my hands. Only hard one has that. (laughs) Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, but with a lot of fairy blood on her hands, we do have Moonshine Side. <laughs> Actually, no, uh, just a clear-conscienced Emily Axford. <laughs> For the first time, we're happy to not be our make-believe character. <laughs> uh, but we do have the pulverizer of Pixies, Beverly Togold. <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, it is just Caldwell Tanner. But I have been tricked by leprechauns in real life as well. It's a fun Whoa. story. I'll tell you sometime. Yeah, I remember that. Say- was it was it as just in real life as it was in this? <laughs> Absolutely. I was in the wrong both times. I'll say right off the bat, I was too harsh on you with those leprechauns. Aww. Those leprechauns stabbed you so hard. I I also I I think because everything in this encounter was kind of cumulative. Like there were so many guys that were hitting for like 15-ish each turn Yeah, that I thought the leprechauns stabbing you were just kind of like funny. Um, And then they took you out and I was like, oh, this just became like twice as hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I I stuck my hand into the the beehive and (laughs) I paid the price. Oh boy. The consequences were severe this episode. My God. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't intend for it to be so difficult, but <laughs> I guess just by design, by design it was. I think we just refused to learn the rules of the encounter until very late in the encounter. <laughs> well, what and were the rules? The rules were just to run, right? Right. Like, well, I was like, I was like, fuck no, am I running? I'm casting spells. I'll hop on Harwan's back. We can mm-hmm. make this work. <laughs> I, we did. I think we did. Yeah, you we got there. You, you made it work. You guys got out. Mm-hmm. We uh, there were. I I think I I put things in there to kind of reward you guys and to make things easier that you guys just saw as fate tricks, so you avoided. <laughs> like oh, really? Yeah. Like um, Bev was correct in assuming that the vines over that first cliff were snakes, but they would have just bit you once. But you could use them as vines. And by Ah. falling into that little pit, you just accumulate more snakes and pixies. So ultimately, it is smarter to grab the vine. But I understand, in retrospect, why you wouldn't want to. For sure, a million times, we've been in situations where it's like, this is here. Is it innocent? And it's never innocent. (laughs) True. (laughs) Although, in the Fae, it seems like we have to use the tricks to our advantage. And like maybe one... A snake bite in the hand is worth two in the lake. In the as it yeah, were. In the butt. <laughs> yeah. Two in the butt. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot the aphorism. <laughs> and same thing with the um I thought that you guys would like you guys interacted with the leprechauns in such a way where you just uh tried to scam them and then got stabbed yeah. instead of just stealing like the five thousand gold that they had, which See, I thought again, was kind of a gift to Ooh. Again, I saw that as a, um, I saw that at, like the sirens. I was like, this is supposed to allure us away, but we've been told we just need to run, run, run on this mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- I, I thought that was another trick 
in the opposite direction. We talked about this a little bit after the recording, but if I had like used minor illusion to make it look like a fairy or two were holding gold coins and say they had stolen them from the leprechauns, would you have like made that, would that diversion have worked? Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I, I hope so. I, I think part I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. Well part part of You'd the problem with running part of yeah. the problem with running very complicated encounters is that it becomes more difficult to improvise. So sure, that, yeah. that is certainly one of my regrets about the episode is that when you're basically creating entirely new mechanics to try to have a different kind of encounter, it becomes very it becomes very difficult to like adapt on the fly. Well, I mean, I thought it was, uh, I liked, I liked being like, I like when you have like complex things, it's like, I have to get like creative with my spells, which is cool because like, since we do more, since we do more encounters than we do like sneaking or diplomacy or anything like that, sometimes I don't (laughs) get to use, uh, like spells that I'm curious to use because there's spells that are like less encounter spells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I like when I get a chance to be like, okay, how can I try and outsmart this situation with spells? Yeah. It also, I understand building a beautiful engine and then having three people that just want to stick lollipops in the <laughs> exhaust pipes. Kawa, what experience would you have with that? <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> would it involve something with jumping through a time warp? No, 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 no. I th- that's purely hypothetical. Purely just me <laughs> observing someone else. Uh, I, I, I welcome all challenges. I, I build my palaces to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> you build your palaces to be looted, raised, and then have little like uh, mud huts built in there uh, on the plot. Murph's encounters are museums, and mine are those uh, like warehouse rooms you can go to with a baseball bat and just break stuff. Whoa, mm. yours are like pop-up Instagram uh, music. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yours are like Burning Man. It's art that was meant to be destroyed. <laughs> wow, I'll take it. <laughs> it's like Burning Man because it's, yeah, a bunch of art that's meant to be destroyed. And there are just like a bunch of weirdly amoral uh, billionaires there for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a bunch of like Oh my God, heathens. Blavin would totally go to Burning Man. Blavin would burn. Oh my oh, God, man. he would. And he'd be the he guy wandering around. He would secretly burn. He'd be he wandering like around be... in 110 degree heat, uh, just like day drunk, <laughs> the opposite of how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Just trying He'd desperately like, to barter really for do some peanuts. Psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, wait. After the leprechauns, after okay, the leprechauns. Oh, yeah. Fiasco. So, first let's just, off. Let's just get to the question that we need oh, yeah. to address, which is that look, we set a bunch of giants upon the free fae. And I think that it is our duty. Like, obviously, we got to reunite with Bev's dad. Mm-hmm. We got to try and unfreeze Cran's children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which feels funny to say. <laughs> but after that, I know that time works different in the Fey Wild, and like that could be a gamble. But I do think that we owe it to the Fey to. Uh, find out what's happened from this uh, giant insurgency <laughs> we unleashed. And, it is like... And yeah. see if there are free fae that we... Because we are judging the free fae based off of one little shit. Yeah. <laughs> we we armed the Taliban is what we did. 
I know. And I think that we kind of owe it to return to the mountain of the free fay and, uh, and you know, figure out, hey, maybe the free fay all suck, but maybe just pixel sucks. I think mm. that we can have our own little like town building sim with the fay where we like check in every 10 years and see what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Since it's just like an hour of our time. Yeah. That was definitely I, the most reckless vengeance you guys have ever taken. And it was I on feel like bad. such it's it's way I know, on my me conscience. too. I like okay, I, wait, I woke wait. up and I'd be like, what have we done? How does this weigh compared to sleeping in the giant? I think <laughs> I feel I feel more complicated about this. Sleeping in the giant, it felt like shameful and embarrassing, but yeah. not no, as like it had to be done. That had to be done. Yes. It was it was a tough yes. choice, but we had to make it. This was like exactly. we voluntarily uh, unleashed uh, a horror, a blight on the on on free free fairies that. Yeah, like they sleeping were just in the dicks. giant was like our survival was at stake. Mm-hmm. This was petty. Yeah, and we this were was like vindictive. totally in the clear too. Yeah, we were you guys, fine. We I mean, weren't, we weren't totally in the picking, clear. We needed picking to some flowers. Pick some was smart. Just like mowing down the field <laughs> so that dozens of them. <laughs> well, but but did it, by the end, I was I kept on naming new troll kings in hopes that they would go and like fight the fight like infighting. That is. That is true, right. and I think that was a good. Like, I feel like trolls, like whenever I've encountered them in D anD D, they are very like power hungry and stupid. And if you and if you like stoke the ego of like one troll, he'll try and o- overthrow the other one. Jake right. is right. The only solution to war is civil war. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, well, all you, put that all on the I think the trolls. The trolls are not good. Like the trolls, I feel confident saying that. Like. I don't know. I think that we owe it. I think that we owe it. I know that time is, I know that Murph is probably going to throw something in our way that is dire and we need to immediately return to the mortal plane to deal with. Yeah. But I think that we should, we should try to, um, uh, temper, temper Mm. the consequences of what we did here. Yeah. We've we've (laughs) definitely activated a side quest here. (laughs) Well, maybe, hey, Em, when you're like level 20, would you ever consider retiring to the Fae and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> fixing everything oh. that we caused hell no <laughs> wow. I, I live with a crick folk i don't like the fae it's all tricky i don't like walking around feeling like you can't trust the ground you're walking on <laughs> <laughs> i mean i you're guess the exact kind of leader like a... the fae needs <laughs> yeah that's true the best leaders are the reluctant Mm-hmm. I think that the Fae is kind of like uh, the Florida of Galateron. So it, may, it would make sense for <laughs> a lot of uh, the halflings to go there and retire. So maybe yeah. maybe if things work out, like Erlen and I can go and like get a house there. <laughs> but guys, we have to do it now, though, because it's going like it's it's in motion. Like we can't let it go simmer another 45 years and then return and find out that the entire Fae wild has been enslaved by giants. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. By by like a like watch it's like a um oligarchy of giants who all agreed to share the power. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, it's a it's a communist utopia here now. <laughs> oh, no. Murph, hearing this, are you like not a chance I'm going to throw something in their way that mm. they literally cannot run away from? 
Uh, I, I'm going to keep plowing forward as normal while the trolls do their thing on the mountain. Yeah. I, yeah, dude. I, I mean, feel this is something that we're going to get punished for. We're all joking. We're having a good time. Murph, <laughs> Murph has been too quiet for too long. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is that we'll, like, we will, if we're, like, the sooner we deal with it, which obviously, like, you know, we have other stuff to deal with right now, but, like, knowing that we need to deal with it sooner rather than later is a good thing. Yeah. Because well, I feel like Murph would punish us by being, like, Merv would punish us if we didn't do anything about it because we would return to the mortal plane and then all of a sudden, like, in, like, 17 episodes, he would be like, a super race of giants has been <laughs> has been uh, genetically, like, breeding themselves to be superior and they've returned from the Feywild and they're taking over the mortal plane or something. A thousand years have passed. Magic <laughs> is no longer. Now technology rules. The techno-trolls are upon us. Or just a fairy orphan uh, who comes to take revenge on you guys. Oh, God. That's good. Um, but yeah, they won't know, it? though. Fe, the, fe, the free fae won't know that we did it. Really? You guys, <laughs> Why how, would they? How, how guilty would you guys feel if, like, Cran or Durlin or Bev's dad died in the troll worlds that are the uh, troll wars that are to come? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. If we don't do something the about it, we wars. can't leave the Feywild before we make sure. I think that we should set ourselves up to be diplomatic advisors to the trolls and just do some like dry worm tonguing. Worm tonguing. I will, Fuck it. I will I'll say. Do it. I'll be troll king. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So Let's generous. do it. Hard one for troll king. Wait, Balnor for troll king. <laughs> it's an Balnor election. will be eaten. If we have we'll a benevolent leader. <laughs> Don't you threaten Balnor's bags. <laughs> I will We're say, I, I, I think based on the way you guys described it, I don't think that there are like 10,000 trolls. I think that there are probably like 200. Wait, 200? Okay. I was thinking there was like 30. There's like 200? Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe a hundred. It's yeah, this was just one prison. Up. And also, these could have just been bad trolls. Again, everything we've encountered in the Feywild has led us to believe that we're just dealing with shades of gray as far as how abysmal these people's characters are. That's so, true. You know what? That comes back. But also, it comes back to maybe the free Fey do suck, you know? Yeah. yeah. So they like, put them in a, a private marigold prison. <laughs> If anything, do you think maybe our maybe our duty is to maintain equilibrium? Like as best almost we like can. a almost like a like we should go back and try to like what's the Star Trek thing where they like basically are like we try not to change anything? Uh the prime directive, yeah. Yeah, like um, we fucked up the prime directive and Big now time. we have to go artificially try <laughs> well if you're playing by star trek rules we'll need to uh have a teleporter accident that sends us 200 years into the past and Ooh. we get to see what los angeles was like uh in the 60s what do you say Murph? okay sure yeah i'm in <laughs> okay <laughs> i do i i need to figure out a way to get you guys as mad at the main bad guys as you get as little at little people who tell on you <laughs> it's not little people who tell on us it's little people who play little tricks i mean yeah. the gnomes the gnomes sold you guys out to the dorgers and pixel sold you guys out to the fairies and you guys have never been more mad at anyone yeah it's true we no, that's not true. We were really mad at Galad. We hated Galad. Yeah. Galad. 
But that's because he went after Bev's dad, and he was like, threat. He was threatening. You know what it is? It's people who. Here's what it is. It's like gnomes and pixies. They're cute, and so you instinctually like them. But then when they double, what do you, what double cross you? It hurts mm. more. So like when Galad, he was like nice to us at first, and then when he double crossed us, it hurt even yeah. more. We don't like being mm-hmm. tricked. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely somewhat at fault here. Like Pixel was a bad guy, but. We, I think we, we pushed all Pixel's buttons, and yeah, I sometimes think about the thesis of the show, uh, which is that we are trying to clean up the mess of a bunch of other heroes, uh, and that makes me really worried. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I would say out of character, this is like fun D&D, so I, I'm- Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm talking about like, Moonshine feels bad, Emily's like, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's hard, because like, these are- Nothing feels out of character. These are all like realistic actions that we've taken, and we gotta just live and with I the like consequences. That, I like that we play them all pretty petty. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah. I would say hard one doesn't even feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, Moonshine the does. Is Moonshine is kind of like mm-hmm. Moonshine is like okay, okay, because she's hot tempered, but then she like regrets those moments right. of hot temper. You're more hospitable <laughs> than hard one. Yeah. I feel like Bev is always the one that's like, whoa, maybe, okay, we're doing it. All right. <laughs> okay, we're killing people. <laughs> yeah, right. Bev-, Bev is a little petty teen. Bev gets so petty. Yeah, but no, <laughs> I get. I don't get petty about genocide normally. Right. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think that, no one was, I think we all just were very impulsive. <laughs> I like Decisions were Bev made. Did, Bev did try to take a potted plant uh, with him to release a troll at another opportune time, and Cran was just like, please don't release any more trolls. <laughs> <laughs> that was smart. That's called strategy, my friend. <laughs> it's definitely smart, but it's also, I think the analogy I used as Cran during the episode was like, you essentially released a bunch of serial killers to deal with your annoying neighbors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted an assist trophy to be able to deploy during battle. <laughs> <laughs> I think a solid, a solid like eight trolls would have done the job. Mm-hmm. That does sound like something Cran would have said. <laughs> we did also just have a, a picnic afterwards. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. the Pixies piled up in the pond. I mean, you can feel bad, but you can still feel hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a moonshine pillow, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> I yeah, I eat the most when I'm feeling guilty. <laughs> that's true. true maybe we were stress eating maybe we were coping <laughs> <laughs> don't punish us for that Murph. <laughs> <laughs> oh i will say um the rainbow would have transported you guys to the next part you guys would have like flown through the sky essentially, what? while the leprechauns chased you oh uh, that would have been cool we're- <laughs> you guys just ran. You know what? Mud. You have for so long punished us for all of our like all of our little like um, curiosity and straying off the path, <laughs> and and so now we're like really well behaved sometimes. Uh, well, yeah, and Be- then- Bev did approach the leprechauns. He just didn't do the right part of it. Uh, yeah, that's true. My deception was just slightly off. If I had, if I had tweaked my deceptive plan, it would have worked perfectly flawlessly i'm just saying like it's all psychological fuckery i see what yeah. you're doing you set right. us well, up especially you especially in the fae mm-hmm. yeah exactly Ugh, this fucking fae murph's just gotten so good at reading our little reveries and just like 
interpreting like what we're going to do and like how we will respond to stuff. It's almost like he's had to plan entire encounters based on our characteristics and how we will respond to them. <laughs> it's not do you fair. ever do that, Murph? Do you ever have be like, oh, this is a really good idea, but there are too much of idiots to figure it out? <clears throat> Or, or conversely, oh, this is this could be cool, but they're too smart. They'd figure it out too soon. <laughs> well, that definitely doesn't happen. It's more like things like this episode where you guys like to solve things very creatively. So when I put things in front of you that are creative, you decide to just like run through the mud <laughs> instead of a, instead of approaching the rainbow. We just like to disobey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we are so. stubborn and would rather be stuck in mud. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, there are vines. Um, no, I just jump over the cliff. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, there, Cassie... are, there is a rainbow and a pot of gold. I talk to the leprechauns and then I leave through the mud. <laughs> I think buffing hard one with spells and then hopping on his shoulders to cast spells from his shoulders was was a little creative. Yeah, that was cool. dope. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's actually, that was one of my roses from the episode, if I may say. Just getting super buff and fast and, and like being able to just run with someone. Wait, did we establish how you were carrying me? Was it like fireman chicken carry fighting. or was it like from the show? I think we said maybe reverse uh, chicken. This <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> hard one can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I believe um, Moonshine described it as a face full of muff. <laughs> <laughs> that- so sorry to all the children listening. Her words. But yeah, th- th- I think we did both, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you were just monkeying around up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just a Scrambling. tree, and Moonshine was like, she was, she was uh, Pawpaw for a little bit, just scrambling ah! all around hard one. Oh my God, you're yeah. right. <gasps> that was definitely, that was my rose. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about the sirens yet? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were just to kind of slow you guys down. So, because I I don't, it's been a little bit since you guys recorded, but essentially it was like every little encounter had a challenge. And if you failed the check, you basically got more swarms of pixies and stuff Mm -hmm. on you. Uh, But you guys were able to avoid um, more pixies getting on you during the siren thing, things, because, um, Bev uh, used the tuna over a hard one's ears. <laughs> what would have happened? What would have happened with them? Uh, just more D4s of swarms of pixies uh, oh, okay. catching up to you. Oh, so they were just as slow as down. It wasn't like mm. a, they would like, what do the sirens do? Oh, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of like the Isle of Calypso or something where they lure men in and then, and then like turn them into pigs. Yeah. yeah. No, you wouldn't have turned into a pig. I think the okay. sirens just- just trying to gobble you. It's like they, they look like beautiful mermaids, but they're actually like sea hags, I think, is what it is. Oh, yeah. We seen them in The Witcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They make a fine corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying in the, in the art. Yeah, That they... does sound like something Geralt would say. <laughs> make a fine corpse. They make a fine corpse. Yeah, right. He's so cool. He would never say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. One of his like swarthy fellow witchers would say it. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's true. And he'd be like, chill out. And then he'd have a real <laughs> no-pressure sexual encounter. With <laughs> <laughs> Did we tell you guys that we fucked over you guys, our chances yeah, with you guys, Yennefer? You guys fucked us so hard. Or rather, <laughs> we Jake made you did. fuck Triss? I didn't because fuck, I didn't fuck Triss. Triss. No, we were all you they didn't make us fuck Tris. We were all like, it'd be so no, funny. We're fucking I Tris was made, tonight. I was made to fuck Tris. No, I was, wait, Murph, we... you wanted you specifically said, I can't believe I did it just to like impress everyone. <laughs> you were we were all like, this is so funny. We're fucking Tris before the night is over. 
We successfully did it. It was awesome. Blo- it blew was our awesome. chances with Yennefer. We're so fucked. Yeah. Now, like, Geralt is, like, saying, like, sentimental stuff about Triss, and we're, like, mm. talking about moving in together. Yeah, and we're, like, trying. nightmare. We're trying to get him <laughs> off the Triss train, and yeah. we just can't. Everything we choose, like, we... So, after we had... so. Um, little background. I think we've talked about this in previous short rests. Um, <laughs> J- Jake slept over podcast. and Caldwell stayed late after we recorded one time. And um, we played The Witcher. And we are a Yennefer family. Um, we've been yes. romancing Yennefer. <laughs> yes. Um, but we wanted to fuck Triss so that... You know, uh, well, no, 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 that's not true. We fucked other women, but we weren't interested in Triss. I don't... I'm just not into Triss as well, we a character. Had, yes, we had a one-night stand um, with another sorceress. Kira. Yes, mm. but that was... Um, she tried to kill us after and... That's um, true, it didn't go so well. So that was Natch. bad. That was already gone. Um, mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> we wanted to show you guys a sex scene, so we tried to have sex with Triss, but we had to tell her that we, like, loved her and stuff. <laughs> we, we basically just went down this whole branch of a tree that we didn't want to go down yeah um and now no matter how hard we try to get out of it no matter how many times i'm just like uh we got to talk to yennefer alone um (laughs) we still meet back up with tris and have like romantic uh encounters with her where Uh, we talk about how we're all gonna settle down after we um retire it's going really badly and i try like every answer that i like that i get to choose to tris i try to be i try to choose the rudest one but it's just it's working it's just how many, still working on her how many it's farmers markets well. have you been to with tris yeah oh god we've definitely <laughs> gotten to like at least four farmers markets with her yeah, yeah. we're we're doomed we have like a routine too, where on sundays we go to a farmer's market and then do the fucking crossword puzzle together. you've got you've got tickets to bam <laughs> To see yeah. the new opera. Which all of that would be great if it was with Yennefer. Ugh. The electric <laughs> Yennefer. I feel like we should clarify that Tris does look like a sexy version of the Wendy's girl. Oh, she is like, she, Tris is very hot, which is why like when we first met her, it was like, okay, cool. But then she just had such a worse personality than Yennefer. She's yeah. a little and basic. You guys couldn't have like a casual relationship. It wasn't like a casual hookup. <clears throat> to get with Tris, no. we had to be like, I yeah. love you. <laughs> <laughs> we were so, we were such fuck boys. I really we honestly like, deserve it. I really feel like we need to like start over from the yeah. beginning. I thought about it. I'm like, we have ruined, we have ruined everything. Yeah, now save. I know. Now I know how it feels to be like a piece of shit dude and be like, I fucked everything. Yeah, up. we're that really <laughs> shitty ex boyfriend that texts too much. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. I want to start over. Can we just start at the first save point? <laughs> just want to go back and not tell Tris that I love her <laughs> and let her get on the boat. It was a real weird moment too, because like Geralt yeah. never says anything with actual emotion in his voice, and then all of a sudden he's like. I love you. I know. <laughs> and this was when me and Mer finally, though, negotiated because we had done this mission where we had to wear a party mask and <laughs> and then we left it on That's the whole right. time. And I was like, Murph, if you take this party mask off, I will divorce you. <laughs> because it was so funny seeing it. <laughs> all you. these really dramatic moments and we had this like he does really... say i love you with this big silver <laughs> wolf mask on that looks like a party city mask <laughs> that's what he wore down to the dock to say goodbye yeah yeah oh yeah 
Uh, and then finally we had this like really epic like uh, castle, like defending the castle from a siege moment. And uh, <laughs> and I at first <laughs> was really committed to keeping, uh, but there was like this basically like almost like a like a war room scene with like all the most epic characters like plotting how they were going to defend this like keep and he had the mask on the whole time and had all these like super epic badass moments and then finally I was like okay we can take the mask off I was begging her to let me take the mask off I was like this is ruining the game for me Geralt isn't cool anymore he's just fucking goofy and has a stupid mask on can you please not divorce me but let me take the mask but off. But it, it just so frequently, like, the amount of amusement I got from the mask would be, like, I would just, it was, like, probably, like, every 10 minutes, I would get a big, genuine surprise laugh again at some stupid <laughs> yeah. line set in the mask. But it's it's gone Wearing now. the mask all the time legitimately <laughs> took down my enjoyment of the game 20%. <laughs> Anyways, so the mask good. is off, guys. We should all get masks in the campaign. We should all just start wearing masks. <laughs> I'm sure we'll throw the mask on for at the end when both Yennefer and Triss leave us for trying to romance both of them. <laughs> I'd be happier with that than being than feeling trapped by Triss. I think we could definitely end up alone. I think okay. you don't have to worry about that. I think we're going to try <laughs> to do that. I think we have fucked our chances at a happy ending. No. I'm okay gonna... to just like pine for Yennefer, but not be like stuck like committing further and further to Triss. If we end up if we end up not being able to talk our way out of like just having children with Triss, then that's scary. Uh, no, I want you guys trapped. I want you trapped in a relationship with Triss. That would be the funniest <laughs> ending for me. How realistic is this game though? Like will you see Yennefer and her new boyfriend later on and like oh, he's a real piece that'd of shit? Be brutal. <laughs> that will be brutal, but we honestly deserve that. I'm so sorry. You're so freaking cool. <laughs> Come on, babe. Let's go. <laughs> Just some Hop on adventure. my horse. <laughs> A werewolf? Really? <laughs> I don't go in for all that magic stuff, babe. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, you guys want to talk roses and thorns? Yes. Yeah. I hope everyone yeah. is okay with that detour into Witcher. <laughs> they better be. <laughs> I think generally it's more on topic than a lot of the things we discuss. Truly. <laughs> like um, the margaritas at jalapenos. <laughs> oh, I should formally say um, a lot of people were defending jalapenos. And I want to say if I, I know that it was not jalapenos fault. It was fully my fault for ordering a Red Bull margarita. A sake followed margarita? By a sake margarita. You should be arrested. That's on yeah. my shoulders. A strange amount of Savannah fans coming out of the woodworks. I don't, I don't think a place that has those on the menu is like a great bar. Oh. Yeah, guys, we're going mean, to have to all go to jalapenos together. Um, I definitely <laughs> want to go back to Savannah because I just started reading Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, and it's all about Savannah. Let's mm. go. I think we don't have super high listenership in Savannah comparatively to other big cities as far as trying Man. to decide where to do our shows. No, we'll go to we Atlanta, a, and then we take a I think we have detour. Atlanta, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. we could do Atlanta and Savannah, maybe. Hell yeah. yeah. I need to taste and this jalapenos. <laughs> if we that would I be want just you guys like to us try honestly the sake to... margarita it's truly the worst thing i've ever drank it would in my be life. it would be very like us to do a live show just so we could go to jalapenos <laughs> oh fuck but if we went to if we went to georgia we could go to cookout which is the best oh. like late night fast food restaurant ever 
Ooh. No, dude, jalapenos. I will do both. Only they give jalapenos. you onion rings and tater tots. <laughs> Guys, could we I'm do the show jalapenos? jalapenos? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's roses and thorns. Away. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Okay, right. Um, I think uh, I think uh, riding riding hard one and casting spells like buffing him up with long strider and stuff that that felt fun to me i, I was mm-hmm, excited mm-hmm. about that yeah I think my thorn is obviously unleashing too many giants upon the free folk. that's definitely Natch. my rose i think releasing the, <laughs> really? releasing the trolls was rose? very funny well, okay the decision to release the trolls initially was a very good idea it was like such smart quick thinking i was totally blown away by it that would be my rose for you as well. If I can, we should introduce a new element where we give each other a rose. And- oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay, then the rose I'm going to give you, Bev, is pulling down your pants before you threw your javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's a classic diversionary tactic. I feel like I've learned from Jim's Lindell. <laughs> I guess my rose would be shoving tuna into Hard One's ears. That was great. Yeah. Mm. Which came shortly after my thorn, which was getting stabbed by leprechauns and passing out and having to be put in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) I think that shows the real evolution of the encounter is us figuring out the yin and yang uh, Mm. of how this was going to work is like about by about the third encounter, I figured out that what was fun about it to you guys Mm-hmm. Was riding hard one like a <laughs> yeah like a stud uh, and buffing him, and so we began to kind of uh, base the mechanics around that of like well it makes sense because he's got triple long jump and shit so even though he's carrying more people he would still be able to do this oh yeah that's why I also gave him jump yeah yeah, yeah. Damn, it is funny hard one you were so buff I had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> It is funny how like we've got this kind of terror chart uh, in our minds where it's like as soon as someone says I'm down, it shifts it from green to like orange. Yeah, it's true. Like we all we all go on high alert. I know. Um, yeah, I think I I have a number of thorns this episode. This one mm. this one is a tough one for me. You know, as I kind of talked about before, it was tough for me to present things and be like, you can interact with this without it being a total trick. I think mm. to a certain extent, you guys had to make your own fun a little bit because you were like afraid to do things like touch the rainbow or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but see now, now you've unleashed a can of worms because after this, now we're gonna touch everything, and yeah. you're gonna go back yeah. to being like, no, touch yeah, every I don't, rainbow. I don't, I don't know how to. Uh, ma- I think there need to be more like perception checks being made to be yeah. like, is this safe? Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, we do forget about our. There's like you know basic what that, that's I think that's the nature of um of performing because I think about like with like our our D and D group that it that we don't record it or anything like that, mm-hmm. which is actually a, it's just a personal D and D group that we have with several fantasy high care, uh, yeah. people. Uh, we will do percept. We'll all just go around doing percept. It's like so slow and careful. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. doing perception checks left and right. Yeah. 
Well, I guess there's, so take for instance, like the rainbow one and stuff, this encounter's hard because you guys are just like running. So it's tough for you guys to get any sense of what yeah. might happen if you go, um, you know, A path instead of B path. But as far as things like, you know, when the spider, when the invisible spider came up and shot out, you guys didn't, you know, take a second to like investigate the hole or anything. You're just like, hole, we jump over the hole. Right. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I think that, um, yeah, it's definitely like trying to keep the thing moving, but like literally this episode we were moving and I think yeah, we didn't want to like slow it down, which was yeah. kind of part of the fun was like we had to think on our feet a little bit for better yeah. or for worse. Right. For worse, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was almost because I I do think um because we don't have a board and we don't stream this and there's kind of no way for anybody to be able to see the action, mm-hmm. I try to make the encounters kind of video gamey and action packed. Yeah. So this was kind of like a level in a video game where you're just like auto running and then yeah. you got things behind you or something. And so I want to be able to like reward creativity and stuff, but it becomes tough when it's just like, even if Bev gets the leprechauns to go back and attack some pixies, mm-hmm. what does that ultimately mean when there are like 2000 pixies running forward yeah. it's like well they probably kill four or five guys and the swarm <laughs> just continues going you know? it would be dope to watch some pixies kill some leprechauns though <laughs> yeah true 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 that's that true. would be like that's like watching like a tv show or something <laughs> yeah and the camera's all like shaking around and you can kind of tell it's cgi but it still looks good i'm almost picturing like a peaky blinder style tv <laughs> show that's like <laughs> leprechauns versus pixies yeah <laughs> They're like doing uh, an Irish step dance, but then they like kick the pixies with their feet. <laughs> oh, it is kind of like Peaky Blinders because the <laughs> leprechauns would definitely be the Peaky Blinders, yeah, and the pixies would be like the authority, like yeah, the cops that are I'm trying saying. to shut them down. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Is this a real thing? Uh, yeah, you've never seen Peaky Blinders on Netflix. What's you Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. you'll watch we it and be. Keep like, watching Peaky Blinders. That's what I was gonna say. You'll watch it and be like, I like this show, but then just stop but then watching forget it. Forget that you know, watched know why. a season and a half. I'll watch an episode with you guys on uh, on on Wednesday if you want. <laughs> yeah. Apologies just, to all the peak freaks out there for not knowing what Peaky Blinders. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to shout out to the peak freaks. Peak freaks. <laughs> the peacocks. I mean, I'm, I am going to have to divert my attention to uh, sex education um, because it features uh, The Falls Jillian Anderson. Right, which Absolutely. is another recommendation. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Peak Freaks, a.k.a. <laughs> uh, the, the Freaky Finders. Uh, we know that it's buried in Netflix now, so y'all got to go to the search bar and search Peaky Blinders. So uh, shout outs to y'all, uh, Freaky deep. Finders. That lead actor is so good, though, right? Cillian Murphy? Is I don't know his name. Ooh. Yeah, the lead peak. <laughs> the lead peak, yeah. Yeah, Listen. very good. Uh, did we get all your roses, Jake? Yeah, my, my rose is, is being being rode, being buffed. Uh, and my thorn, mm-hmm. I would say my thorn is um, not killing Pixel when I had the chance. <laughs> like, I honestly, I know that we should like learn like some sort of compassion from this, but I have the same feeling. Mm. Yeah, like we My none God. of the other fairies had to nothing. die, but I think Pixel, or I should have taken the horn. I should have just. That's what uh, we should have done. Yeah, I think what we learned is that there's always a backup horn. I think that's the lesson to learn. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were fucked as, so- right. as soon as we fucked with Pixel, we were gonna get attacked by fairies. That was, I guess, that was it. Yup. 
I will give Murph a rose for the fun encounter because it did definitely felt like a fun yeah. set piece mm-hmm. in a game. I agree. Yeah, I'll give Murph a rose too. We should end mm. every every short rest with saying if we give Murph a rose or we a give thorn. Murph. I'm gonna give Murph a, a boutonniere, so it's like a rose he can wear. Because mm. although you're expressing uh, Murph, you're expressing a lot of frustration. It was a, just straight up a yeah. fun encounter. So. Absolutely good, good. I'd actually I'd like all of our fans to bring um, Murph bouquets of roses when we do our um, our, <laughs> our live show. No. Or, all, or all or all boutonnieres. And then Murph can just be covered in boutonnieres. We'll have a Emily the maniac. will have like a boutonniere margarita. <laughs> oh my god! And then be That'd like, be I, I don't know. I think would I was like, right. Would you like lime? Would you like lime or a spaghetti infused uh, flower margarita? <laughs> you joke, but a rose petal infused margarita. Mm. Yeah, that, that would be delicious. Good. Yeah, that's so true. Crisp. That would be good at like a fancy cocktail place. Yeah. I'm getting the Red Bull one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm the Red Bull the one Red Bull I kind of liked though. Yeah, yeah for sure. It was the sake it. one that was the real we should failure. Just look up Red Bull Margarita in Los Angeles. I'm sure there is. Nah, one. Uh, it, we you can go to only ever get it at Jalapenos okay. in Savannah. I don't know. Did what they, I was thinking. I have one last question, and then we can stop talking about this. Did they like? Was it the the deal where they put the entire can in the margarita and just kind of left it there? So it happens behind the scenes. We didn't <laughs> That's see a bummer. What happened. <laughs> we should go. <laughs> yeah, we should, like a Gordon Ramsay go. style kitchen back there. <laughs> we have to be our own Peaky Blinders and go peek behind the scenes next time. <laughs> all right, all right, Peak Freaks. I think <laughs> I think we're calling this one. That's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, Caldwell. Why don't you take us out? Ooh, this has been short rest. Go peek them freaks and roll them hit dice. Rolling with the hip dice.